0: Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. In this episode, I basically want to unpack the most recent Fed meeting that ended this week, uh, where the Fed held policy steady. But there's, as as always, lots of Good communication, sort of embedded in the um, in the meeting statement and or the, the Fed statement from the meeting, as well as uh, the chair's press conference afterwards. So let's kind of get into it. Let you know, I guess we, we should be uh, reminded in a way that in the current state, basically policy is really tight. Meaning the Fed hiked rates five and a quarter percent since March of 2022. So the Fed funds rate sits steady at five and a quarter to five and a half. And that's brought market rates up, right? So we're in what people have tagged as a higher rate regime. And we've been talking about the idea of a fiscal transition that participants in the economy, the consumer business and the government essentially have to get uh, used to and kind of get ready to deal with higher rates. And that's going to unfold over time. So certainly everybody keeps an eye on what's going on with the Fed Uh, And in some ways staying uh, steady in terms of rates and and, uh, continued, you know, modest methodical reduction of their balance sheet is in some ways all good. But it is a restrictive policy and we should expect to see um, the economy slow and labor loosen up a little bit uh, as a result of that. Uh, so getting into a little bit more the, sort of the depth of it, um, one thing I'll say, and, and I, I believe that uh, Chairman Jerome Powell has been talking about this for a while, but he, d- he did sort of reiterate the idea that the pandemic created distortions, what I would call historic distortions in both the supply and demand side of the economy, and that has led to uh, what's been sustained higher inflation. So what we're looking for is progress uh, where those distortions are kind of um, easing a little bit and, and coming you know more into balance, if you will. And so and I think that was one subtle signal is that we've made progress uh, in terms of what's going on. In any event, um, I would say to start with sort of the statement, the Fed, uh, acknowledge what was really a very uh, unexpectedly positive third quarter GDP uh, first estimate came coming in at four point nine percent of annualized growth in the third quarter, uh, and uh, inventories were a big contributor to that. But the consumer represented more than half of that growth, so the consumer has remained engaged, and the the Fed anyway in its statement. Uh, acknowledge that they said, for example, "quote Economic activity expanded at a strong pace in the third quarter." End quote. Uh, and then, as it relates to jobs, uh, "quote Job gains have moderated since earlier in the year, but remain strong." End quote. Um, and that's important because they're looking to uh, sort of soften the job market with their uh, more restrictive policy. They've made some progress, but there need more needs to be uh, done or ha- needs to happen. Uh, and then a uh, final quote I'll mention as it relates to the statement, quote, tighter financial conditions are likely to weigh on economic activity, end quote. And so you know, the bottom line is um, the Fed's acknowledging that the economy remains very, very strong. Um, it explains the job, the job market has, uh, has loosened a little bit, softened a little bit, but there's more to go. And, and yet they're expecting the economy to, to slow further as a result of the tighter financial conditions from their policy. Now, uh, all of this, in a lot of ways, is reiterated by uh, Chairman Powell's press conference, uh, where basically, of course, first and foremost, they reinforced the uh, statement about a commitment to getting inflation back to 2% and that how important that is. Um, but then he got into sort of how the um, FOMC is essentially working on it, it really comes down to taking in data, watching to see how data is unfolding, the evolving outlook, and really what he's sort of uh, sort of signaling is a little bit more balance. Uh, so whereas before the the risks were uh, to the side of not doing enough, right, having to push harder, um, now I think he's sort of signaling that, that the risks would be a little bit more balanced, that they're mindful that they wanna do enough, but they also don't wanna do too much. And so, with that, though, they certainly r- r- stay focused on the idea of whether or not to hike rates further. So, that's been the sort of the focus of the debate in their meetings. And they haven't yet switched to a discussion or debate about, oh, cutting rates. And that's because I think everyone agrees that they need to keep monetary policy uh, more restrictive. Until the job market softens further, demand slows down further, and inflation cools further back in a sustained way, back to the 2% target. So there's a ways to go. Now, again, I mentioned the idea that this these historic distortions, um, both on the supply and demand side of things, uh, have really been a probably the key contributor to runaway inflation. Um, and so this restrictive policy uh, is expected to basically... Um, unwind those distortions a little bit. Um, Obviously, on the supply side, things have opened back up, so the supply chain challenges have eased. You know, there's certainly people back in the workforce and and able to engage in the economy, and things are kind of moving, you know, deliveries and getting done, all that. On the demand side, you know, we've seen things like excess savings from pandemic support that frankly has been spent down. So the, the incremental demand as a result of having that money, extra money in the pocket, in one's pocket, that's probably gonna ease a little bit. So again, people are watching for uh, some slowdown, if you will, in the economy. Now I'll just uh, sort of end where I began. Um, we we are, are mindful that the market is really pricing in a higher rate regime. So uh, you think a 10-year tr- uh, treasury rate in the four to five, five and a half percent range, really the, the yield curve infers that we're there for the next 30 years. And um, with that, we're in a fiscal, we're beginning a fiscal transition where consumers have to deal with a higher cost of debt, businesses have to deal with a higher cost of debt, and then at least eventually the government has to deal with a higher cost of debt combined with operating at a deficit, meaning building up the debt further. And so that those forces are going to kind of come into play, and we're going to see pockets of the economy experience, frankly, a little bit of pain as it relates to sort of dealing with the higher cost of debt as a result of these higher interest rates. So that's uh, it in terms of what we wanted to cover in this episode of, of, as ever an active uh, amount of um, active active day as it relates to the Fed releasing its um, most recent policy statement and the corresponding uh, press conference and then a lot of activity just parsing that information. So thanks so much for listening to this episode and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.